0: Look, we had uh, some big scores on Friday night, but a couple of closer games last night in Super Rugby Trans Tasman. It it, it's got the no, it's away. Just dragged it, just dragged it, and the full time siren sounds. The Crusaders have held on. Here it comes. Andrew Swain, you are his voice there, uh, joining us out of Stan Sports, uh, the Australian uh, rugby broadcasters. A very good afternoon, Andrew. Thanks for your time on uh, News Talk ZB this afternoon.
1: Oh, thanks very much
0: for having me. Do you, do you feel better about the, the prospects of the Aussie sides after a couple of close ones last night?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I don't think it's all doom and gloom at all over this side of the dish. There was definitely going to be an adjustment period, and look, there's probably no time to adjust. In, uh, in Super Rugby Trans-Tasman just because it's only five weeks long and very short, quick round robin. But, but it was always going to be a massive test for the Aussie teams and, and definitely feel better about it, particularly after last
0: night. Yeah, a couple of blowouts on Friday. The, the, the Reds, uh, perhaps on the back of uh, the Australian Triumph, maybe you know, a bit of celebrations crossing the ditch, couldn't quite get it done. And the Waratahs, look, 48 points they scored, but uh, still wasn't enough to win a game.
1: Yeah. well, look. 48 points. Normally, when you're scoring that many points, you're, you're celebrating a victory. So it was uh, it was pretty disappointing for the Waratahs. But oh, look, I think uh, I think definitely for the Reds, that game was it was a really interesting one. Um, you know, the, the Reds definitely missing a lot of Wallabies from their team. No Wilson. Pattaya, Paisami, Tate McDermott in that squad, um, and we you know with 15 to play, they had that try disallowed mm. um, for what well, was a, it was a you know line ball forward pass. I saw, I saw some probably more forward passes that night, um, and, the, and the game's 26 19 if they kick that goal, and it's with 15 to play. It's a different ball game, so like, I don't think that the margins are so big uh, between these sides, and, and also the Reds were coming off a. A big week, obviously, a big come down from a from a win over this side and they'd probably enjoyed a couple of shanties. So um yeah, it was a uh it was a, a a loss for the Reds. It'll go down in the history books as a loss, but I definitely think it's not all doom and gloom there. And then uh yeah, the Waratahs, um, they've struggled to score points this year. So to see them score forty eight was quite impressive. They just need to work on their tackling. Um <laughs> the uh the the physicality i think is the other thing uh, probably the story of the weekend uh, across all five games um the physicality at the breakdown and just that tackle contest uh you know super rugby au has has, is very fast game of uh rugby over this side uh, over the last few weeks and um and I think the Aussies really struggled with that. So, yeah, look, I'm I'm seeing the uh, the glass half full over this side.
0: Before we leave the, the, the Friday night games, we're over this side of the ditch going, what on earth is going on with the Waratahs? Always the or thereabouts and super rugby through the years. I know they, they got rid of Rob Penny, mid-season Kiwi coach and everything like that, but um, they can't seem to buy a trick whatever they do over the last uh, year or so.
1: Yeah, and, and look, I think that it's a, it's a real combination of things. They've, they've struggled, um, you know, in the administration level. Uh, and, you know, they always say the fish stinks from the head. So um, that's that's been a real problem over the last few years. And then uh, you look at the, the roster that they've, they've got. They, they lost a lot of experienced players at the end of last year. Uh, guys going overseas uh, on sabbaticals. Um, you know, guys like Ned Hannigan, like Michael Hooper. Uh, two very experienced back rowers leaving uh, and, and they've been left with what is probably the youngest roster in super rugby. Um, and, and they've had to, they're probably a couple of years away. This team, I've got to say, mm. um, you know, the Rob, Rob Penny uh, did valiantly to, to try and get them up. Um, and the, uh, the board decided that he wasn't the right man to take them forward. So uh, they started their worldwide search. It, it really is. It was, a, it was a, the perfect storm of situations for the Waratahs, and now they found themselves in a found themselves in a massive funk, and uh, they need to get themselves out of it. But it's probably going to take a couple of years. They just need to be able to stick with some of these really talented youngsters that they do have. In their
0: team. Andrew same with us out of uh, Stan Sport. Last night we saw the Brumbies go really, really close to uh, tipping up the Crusaders in Christchurch. Not many teams go there and uh, and do it. The Brumbies hadn't since 2000. Oh, so close to getting um, a couple of competition points in a draw.
1: Yeah, and and I was really surprised at this result because I was in the I was in Brisbane Airport the week before after the final, the morning after the final, and I've got to say it was like an episode of Mash. There were guys in moon boots and there were slings and wraps around their heads, and they looked like um, just a battered team. And so Dan McKellar, the Brumbies coach, had to come out and name a, a very different looking team, but there's still guys in key positions. Um, you know, key players in key positions there, but they've, had, they've really struggled with injuries. And I thought this one could be, a, could have been a massive blowout. But they really are a well-coached team. Uh, they fought tooth and nail to get themselves the opportunity to draw that game. And then, yeah, just the missed kick from Noel Lollasio. He he he'd been uh, brilliant all night. As a you know, as, looking on as a youngster, he, he's a, a real talent in Australian rugby, and he's had some really tough uh, lessons learnt over the last two years, both at a test level and at super rugby level. Uh, and, you know, this is just another one for him. He, he missed the ticket goal. Uh, it was a it was an opportunity to draw in Christchurch. You don't get that very often. So I think the Brumbies can definitely hold their head high. They've got the depth now, and I reckon they could be... Uh, uh, ones to watch over the next couple of weeks.
0: the The Force and Chiefs uh, last night. So good to see Perth uh, behind their rugby. I know there's a whole community of expats over there from from New Zealand, but uh, they got out and supported um, supported the you know the Force and the Chiefs last night.
1: Yeah, they call it the Sea of Blue over there, and uh, and it's it's a very parochial. Very um, hostile crowd, you know, in the nicest possible way. So, in the nicest possible way, they love their rugby, um, and uh, and yeah, they were out in force last night. Forgive the uh, the pun there, and uh, it was it was brilliant to see uh, such a, a closely fought uh, encounter. And they they get they put themselves in the position to win it, and uh, just couldn't quite do it. Miotti uh, just just sliced that goal. Yeah, it looked off the boot. Like it was going mm. through, or until that last second, it just needed the old Fremantle doctor, the zephyr, <laughs> just to, to come in and, and blow it, correct the direction, and, and they win that game. So, uh, look, the Force have been one of the, the great uh, stories over the last two seasons here in Australian rugby. Um, you know, people call them a barbarian side, but I can tell you they, they are far from a barbarian side. Uh, Coach Tim Sampson has galvanised this team. They're a tight-knit bunch, uh, and they're, they're just a pesky team. They, they, Michael Checker actually said it on our coverage last night so well. They're the type of team they lull you into this false sense of, uh, of security. They, they let teams get out to a lead, but they'll grind you down till the 80th minute. That's exactly what they did last night. They scored that try, um, and with a kick to win, he dismisses. misses. So, um, they're they're a, they're a great. Uh, side. They they were deserved uh, qualifying finalists a couple of weeks ago here in Australia, and they're going to cause some upsets, I think in this competition as well.
0: Just finally Andrew Swain with us out of Stan Sports uh, first year during the coverage on Stan there's a couple of Kiwi faces on there Andrew Merton, Sonny Bill Williams, are those boys behaving themselves?
1: Oh look, Mert you can never say he's behaving himself, but he uh, <laughs> he's, he's definitely a barrel of laughs great to have him on the coverage not only for his Sense of humour and his uh, his banter, but also he, he's an astute um, you know expert on our coverage. His, his insights are always so well valued. And then Sonny Bill has just been unreal. Um, you know you don't need to uh, you don't need to introduce Sonny Bill Williams anywhere in the world. He, everyone just knows who he is. Um, it's a great face for. For the new coverage on Stan Sport over here, and uh, and he he is uh, he's only two weeks into his coverage with us because he does it across rugby league as well. Um, but it's uh, it's been great having him on board, and it's so interesting to just sit and talk to him. He's such an interesting guy. So um, yeah, look, great to have a couple of Te uh, voices voices on the uh, Aussie coverage, and, and uh, long may it continue.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Andrew, appreciate your time as always. Look forward to a hearing and seeing more of uh, your coverage commentary over the coming weeks.
1: Thanks, Elliot. Appreciate
0: it. That is uh, Andrew Swain joining us out of Stan Sports in Australia. They are the rugby broadcasters uh, for Super Rugby, Super Rugby Trans Tansman.